Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Almost to the finish line with Christmas. Almost to the finish line with not having to hear stupid Christmas songs ad infinitum. Well, at least until next Halloween. So yes, clearly, I am one of those people who hates Christmas music. After 53 years, remember folks, Not only am I a queen, but I'm an old queen at 53. But after 53 years of listening to Jingle Bells, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Silent Night, all those other dumb songs, I'm tired of them. Sick and damn tired of hearing the same damn songs over and over and over again. And with every dopey singer out there having to record a Christmas album like they're contributing anything new to the genre, it's just the same garbage remixed. Like yesterday, on my XM radio, there was Justin Bieber, that little Canadian gangsta wannabe, that little douchebag him and his dopey wife and trashy tattoos. Oh, I want to be one of the gangster boys. I'm going to get me some really cool tats. Yes, of course you did, princess. But even he has a Christmas song out, which like everything else he sings, sounds like a virgin pajama eunuch with a bad falsetto. I will say this, though. There's actually one Christmas song I like. Yes, White Boy Malcolm X. There is one Christmas song that I like. And no, it's not Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Although that's a hell of a lot better than most of the new garbage out there. No, it's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Their rendition of All Holy Night. Talk about sending chills down your spine, hearing that one. Unless, of course, your new gay be David Archuleta, who probably gets extra triggered when he hears them singing. He's still kind of butthurt over one of the church elders telling him that he just needed to find the right woman. Now, I would have just laughed at him and said, Okay, girlfriend, if you say so, but not David. He gets butthurt, goes on a good morning America to bitch, moan, and complain about it. But anyway, other than that song, 
I cannot wait for that crap to be gone. And of course, before we jump into things, Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates Christmas. If you're an hysterical white liberal, happy holidays to you. I know how triggered you get when you hear Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus to all you Seinfeld fans. Happy Kwanzaa to you woke folk out there. And happy belated Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. Unlike the woke New York Times, no hidden Nazi symbols here on the Miller Frost podcast. And I got to say, when I saw that, when that story popped up, and it was all over Twitter when it happened, it was the first day of Hanukkah, which was, I think it was Sunday, this past Sunday. But when I saw it on Twitter, of course people were getting hysterical about it, having complete meltdowns over it. But I just kept thinking, they're all getting punked. Some Babylon B type website put that out there as a fake news story that the woke New York Times crossword puzzle on the first day of Hanukkah looking like a Nazi symbol. That's got to be a joke. Someone is trolling the usual get hysterical over anything and everything crowd. But then, folks, it turns out, shazam, that the woke New York Times did, in fact, publish a crossword puzzle that looks remarkably like a Nazi symbol on the first day of Hanukkah. They actually did it. It was true. Of course they come out. Oh no, this is not a Nazi symbol. In fact, this is a fairly common layout for crossword puzzles. It's just the way the words fall together sometimes. The fact that it looks like a Nazi symbol. You're the Nazi lover. You're just projecting your hate. Projecting it towards us. No, they didn't say that last part. The projection part. Although I... I bet you that's what they were thinking. Liberals love to project and gaslight like that. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And our first story is from The Federalist. The LGBT alphabet lobby has come for its own women. And this has to do with, and I think I may mangle, the living crap out of her name. Tanya Jevjohn. I think that's how you pronounce it. But Tanya, back on October 1st, on Facebook, well, let me back up here. First things first. So this Norwegian transgender activist, Christine Gentoff, she is, at least according to this article, a man who claims to be Jesus Christmas, a lesbian, and a mom. You can't make this kind of crap up, folks. And I guess, somewhere, somehow, 
he, she proclaims such, which I guess set Tanya off just a bit. So back on October 1st, she goes on to Facebook and wrote, it's just as impossible for men to become lesbians as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes. And a month and a half later, on November 17th, she was notified that she was under criminal investigation for hate speech. And she is now facing three years in prison for saying that. That men can't be lesbians, nor can they get pregnant. And that men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes which is hate speech in Norway. I guess I better not be going to Norway anytime soon. A country full of humorless scowls. And she's not alone either in being in trouble with the Norwegian Stasi. Norwegian feminist Christina Ellingson, she said that men can't be mothers And so she too is under investigation and is also looking at three years in prison for stating the obvious. And the point of this article, in addition to bringing this crazy to light, is that I guess this goes back to J.K. Rowling, Voldemort, and how women, and by women, I mean women, in the pre-2020 sense, they're having to take it on the chin, a lot of this gender identity insanity, and they're just supposed to, if a man wants to call himself a woman, if a man wants to call himself a lesbian, if a man wants to call himself a mother, maybe hang out a bit in women's restrooms, all this other weird, creepy behavior, They're just supposed to suck it up. Sit down and shut up, all you complaining women. So, if you want to call yourself a woman, whether or not you bother to upgrade your hardware, other women who have always been women, they're just supposed to nod and say, yes, ma'am, if you say you're a woman, you're a woman. Take one for the team, so to speak, because our new gender identity overlords demand it. And we're all just supposed to play along with this magical thinking, this perversion of reality, that a man can run around and call himself a lesbian, call himself whatever, make up whatever reality they want, and if you say anything about it, at least in Norway, they'll lock your ass up in jail for three years. Bend the knee or else. And remember what Voldemort said. If sex isn't real, there's no same-sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. And to these folks... To our new gender identity overlords, 
sex is dead. It's all about gender identity now. You're whatever the hell you want to be, whenever you want to, and anyone who disagrees is targeted and smeared and sometimes, apparently, threatened with jail. And if you think that punishment, being sent to jail over this, is going to be restricted to Norway, yeah, good luck with that. White boy Malcolm X, for Christmas sake, I told you, I've told you at least 10 times, no more stories about Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle. No more. And what did you do? You put this stupid story in here anyway. Like I want to talk about these two moronic navel-gazing millennials anymore. We've banned them. Speaking of Prince Harry Ginger, though, Since we're already on the topic, I thought about you the other day. I did. Yes, I did. Whether I like it or not. Good or bad? Like good or bad thoughts? Well, it's Christmas. Let's just, let's revisit that one next week. No, I, I saw some story. It was in the British press, one of the newspapers over there, Daily Mail, Daily Telegraph, Daily something or other, and of course I didn't bother to save it, but it had, there was some like war hero, some British war hero, decorated British war hero, and he was just trashing Prince Harry Ginger for basically just being a complete moron and attention whore, a loser for trashing his family in public, something like that. My words, not his. But this decorated war hero, he was also ginger. And a strapping stud of a ginger too. So I thought of you was like, I bet white boy Malcolm X would like to see some of that. Instead of spy versus spy, ginger versus ginger. This ginger war hero trashing Prince Harry Ginger. But this one, real quick, real quick, since it's already in the damn pile, and now that I've mentioned it, can't keep you folks hanging. It's from Fox News. Vapid social climber, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry Ginger won apology and royal summit with family post-Netflix docuseries. Netflix released the final three episodes of Harry and Meghan, which details the events surrounding the Duke and Duchess of Sussex leaving the royal family. Who cares? And again, someone needs to strip them of those titles. Let them bitch, moan, and complain all they want as commoners. Cut them off 
from whoring out the family name for Benjamins. But the interesting part of this, what got my attention, is the headline. Fapid social climber, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry Ginger want apology. Normally, these articles, generally they're formatted, so they tend to read Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle, not the other way around. Which got me thinking, who is it that really wants the apology here? Is it dopey Prince Harry Ginger, that slap-happy stupid moron? Or is it his vapid, social-climbing, fame-horrible wife, Meghan Markle? I bet you, folks, it's her. And I can see her nagging him, hem-pecking him about it. Your family was mean to me. They owe me an apology. And that moron, he's probably like, Okay, dear. Maybe we can have a summit and they can apologize there. So this headline, she wants the apology and he wants the summit. Just to shut her stupid ass up. Harry, you made your bed. Now you got to lay in it. With her there too. And as best you can, you have fun with that. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Another one, White Boy Malcolm X. No more stories about adults who refuse to adult. These millennial Gen Z kids who refuse to adult want mommy and daddy or mommy and mommy or daddy and daddy, non-binary parent one and non-binary parent two to do all the adulting for them, put them on the ban list with Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle. They're boring and pathetic. Lazy human debris who want to go through life sucking off everyone else. So how's this from CNS News? Young adults living with their parents are boosting luxury sales. Morgan Stanley Analyst reports. Of course they are. In this article, 48% of young adults 18 to 29, which I think are just, I don't think these are millennials anymore. I think, well, the vast majority 
of the 18 and 29 set. That's got to be Gen Z kids. Maybe the trail end of millennials. But I think the oldest millennials are in their 40s. Their early 40s. So the 20-somethings, I would think, that's got to be Gen Z kids. Not that I care enough to bother to look it up. But 48% of young adults, 18 to 29, are living with their parents. And since they live with mommy and daddy, or whatever flavor of parent or parents they have, and since mommy and daddy aren't charging the little princes and princesses and the other non-binary members of the royal family, not charging them any rent, not charging them for groceries, These kids have all these extra Benjamins around to spend on themselves. And I guess they're going big. Not spending their money at Target or H&M or wherever. They're going to Rodeo Drive. Spending their money at... Who's down there? What couture lines are down there? Prada, Louis Vuitton... Chanel, Dior, Givenchy, Hermes, I don't know. Folks, yes, I'm a big old queen. I should know every damn couture line out there, but I don't. I think that about covers it, though. You folks get the point. And of course, this article, they also blame social media as a factor in all this, all these dopey, insecure lemmings watching these vapid, clownish social media influencers prance around with their silly, flashy, overpriced trash from these pretentious, fancy-pants designers. And of course, they're like, oh, I want to be just like that. I want to be just as shallow and stupid as this TikTok influencer. And with mommy and daddy doing all the adulting, with mommy and daddy paying all the bills, these kids, off they go to Rodeo Drive or wherever the hell they buy this garbage. Can you imagine being the parents though? Now don't get me wrong. They're enabling this behavior by doing all the adulting, not making their kids adult. But can you imagine you're having to go into work every day, bust your hump every day to pay for your house, the food, the cable bill, the internet, everything else, and there's your spoiled brat of a kid, and they've got themselves a new Louis Vuitton bag, an Hermes scarf, Prada shoes, not a care in the world, gallivanting around, pretending there's some pretentious douchebag of a social media influencer. And you, more or less, get to pay for it. And you parents, who probably can't afford all the nice things, Your kids are buying themselves. You have fun with that. 
from Tow Road, those girls over at Tow Road, school district banned students from photographing transgender teacher with Z-sized prosthetic breasts. And this has to do with that Canadian, of course Canadian, that Canadian teacher, the transgender teacher who has these Z-cup breast prosthetics. And if you're not quite sure what Z-cup breast prosthetics are or what they look like, you can Google Oakville Trafalgar High School teacher Kyla Lemieux. Just remember, you will never, ever, ever, ever be able to unsee it. It's, it's disturbing. Beyond disturbing. And if that isn't a cry for help, I don't know what is. It's either a cry for help or a cry for attention. Now these days, I usually tend to err on the side of the ladder, but I don't know about this one. Gigantic, cartoonish-sized breasts, a complete mockery of womanhood, that to me is a cry for help. So she, Sasquatch with giant fake breasts, she can run around all day doing whatever, making a joke of women and what it means to be a woman. But if the kids take a picture of her or a video of her, they'll get themselves a suspension. Although I guess that's better than jail, like they do in Norway. And she's only been a woman, or claims to be a woman, since 2021. So like, last year. So she comes out, I am woman, hear me roar, or whatever it is, transgender say, when they pop out of the transitioning closet. But she can't even bother to get breast implants put in, goes out, gets herself these ginormous Z-cup fake breasts to wear around. So what do you bet she still has her man meat? I mean, if you can't even bother to get fake breasts, get breast implants, what's the bet she's not getting her Johnson lopped off anytime soon. Another one demanding that we bend reality to suit them. You want to talk about insanity. The societal nuthouse this gender identity crusade has brought us. This, this woman, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, is a deeply disturbed individual. And I don't mean that as a personal attack. I really don't. That's just my best guess of the situation from the outside looking in because you don't run around with Z-cut breast prosthetics looking like a pathetic transgender clown if you're a well-adjusted, mentally stable human being. I'm sorry, no one will ever be able to convince me that Kyla Lemieux 
is functioning with all her oars in the water. But because of our new gender identity overlords, where in Norway, your ass is going to jail if you say something they don't like, she gets to be around children all day. And she also gets to do that because spineless politicians like that moronic Kendall who runs Canada, Justin Trudeau, Miss Trudeau, because these idiotic politicians, desperate to virtue signal to our mangled alphabet of a tribe, they choose to put Kyla's right to dress like an obscene caricature of a transgender woman with ginormous Z-cut breast prosthetics put her rights above those of the students and the parents to not be subjected to this. Damn it, I'm running out of adjectives here. This bastardization of reality, everyone is supposed to just bend the knee again to this theater of the absurd. And we wonder why our kids are so screwed up these days. Because what are we teaching them? That whatever version of crazy they want to engage in, someone, be it in government, a hysterical college administrator, or some demented, morbidly obese spinster in human resources, the one with 30 cats, someone will make sure that everyone else has to accept your Alice in Wonderland version of reality or else, which is why we have God knows how many super special pain in the ass gender identities, which is why we have God only knows how many super special pain in the ass pronouns, all these weird, insecure, heterosexual kids with personality disorders with their face piercings and purple hair and men who run around claiming to be women. Welcome to hell, folks. Welcome to hell. And for our last story, folks, well, I was kind of hoping for a smoking gun story. Although last I checked, They haven't had a decent story up there in at least a week or so, probably longer. So no smoking gun story and white boy Malcolm X, no reenactment for you. But since this is one of our last podcasts of the year and our last podcast before Christmas, since we don't have a smoking gun story, instead, we've got ourselves a teacher bait story. And how's this from KSAT? Former New Braunfels teacher pleads guilty after having sex with student in class closet. Victim's mother called police after finding sexually explicit texts on her son's cell phone. Isn't that pretty much always the case? They always get caught because some parent is going through the kid's phone, finds all sorts of grossly inappropriate things on there, 
that or the kid starts yapping. Yap, 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 yap. Running his big mouth about all the free orgasms he's been getting. It's always one of those two things that brings the horny high school teacher down. And this story is out of New Braunfels, Texas, which is between San Antonio and Austin, northeast of San Antonio and southwest of Austin. And yes, I totally looked that up. Like anyone outside of New Braunfels, Texas, knows where that is or cares where it is. So this horny high school teacher, her name is Emily Marie Anderson. She is 35 years old, and she pled guilty on Monday, this past Monday, to tapping her some fresh teacher bait. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Settle down out there, you high school teachers. What have I told you a thousand times before? There is no fresh teacher bait here on the Miller Frost Podcast. Ladies, listen to me. Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, more Matt Loria, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. And guess how fresh this particular piece of fresh teacher bait was? He was 15 years young. And for those of you who want to know where she banged him, and you know who you are, she banged him in a biology classroom closet. I have to say, though, that is a woman with some balls. And I don't mean that in the new definition of what a woman is. Not a woman in the post-2020 sense. The ones with Adam's apples, a five o'clock shadow, and a strapping piece of man meat between their legs. Not that kind of woman. But she definitely has some balls. Is very brave to plead guilty to, I know that fresh teacher bait, seducing that fresh teacher bait, making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait, pleading guilty to two second-degree felonies for tapping fresh teacher bait in Texas. Because what do we know about tapping fresh teacher bait and getting caught in the state of Texas? Generally speaking, they will lock your ass up for decades. Although not her, apparently. She didn't get 20 years, like the last horny high school teacher in Texas we reported on. She got 10 years probation, has to serve 60 days in county jail over those 10 years. So like six days a year for 10 years. How horrible. She also has to pay a $2,000 fine and complete 500 hours of community service. Hopefully not at a local teen shelter. And she also has to go to counseling. Like that'll help. Talk about a Christmas miracle, though. Banging a student in Texas and not having to spend the next 15 to 20 years behind bars for doing so. But here's the kicker with this one. 
During the sentencing, the mother of the fresh teacher bait, she got to address Emily here. And she told Emily of the pain she feels seeing her son suffer from depression and anxiety. Told her that when she found their sexting on her son's phone, that her first instinct was to go to the school and deal with it herself. Like I said, folks, they don't screw around in Texas. And to add insult to potential injury here, she hoped that Emily would get to see her own children also go through depression and anxiety. Damn, now that's cold. Like I always say, folks, hell hath no fury like a woman or a queen scorned. But does anyone really believe that this kid, this 15-year-old piece of fresh teacher bait, is really suffering from depression and anxiety over that free orgasm she gave him? No. If he's suffering from depression and anxiety, it's because he's not getting free orgasms anymore. Well, at least not from her. If anything makes a teenage boy anxious and depressed, it's when you take away his video games and his free orgasms. Well, I guess that's one reason. The other, of course, is that mommy and daddy want a payday from the school district. Mommy and daddy want the school district to show them the Benjamins because one of their teachers decided to make Sweet, sweet love to their precious little 15-year-old boy. And nothing gets a payday bigger than claiming some sort of emotional distress. That's when they start adding zeros to the check. That's when the big payday happens. So when mommy's out there crying and complaining about how traumatized her boy is, and he may be, but only because his own mother cock-blocked him for more free orgasms. But if mommy's out there wailing on about her precious baby being defiled by a horny high school teacher, mommy wants herself a new Range Rover. It is Texas, after all. So on that note, since I cannot top this horny high school teacher banging a fresh piece of teacher bait, even if she managed a Christmas miracle and avoided significant jail time, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this pre-Christmas edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.
Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.